Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. It is Tuesday, July 12th. Um, my name is Zachary Taylor. Let's get jumped right into this. Break Start Podcast. Uh, I'm going to be by myself today, but let's talk about some summer league guys. Um, this can be pretty broad. I kind of just wanted to touch on a few guys who kind of popped up. Um, obviously, if you've watched any of the summer league games, you know uh, Paolo's been going crazy. You know Keegan Murray's been going crazy. You know Chet's been going crazy. You know, th- those people are supposed to be doing good, okay? So uh, we won't be staying on them too long, um, but I wanted to touch on some names. I've only really, able to, really been able – sorry, let me slow down. I've only really been able to watch, I'd say, five, five summer league games. Might be six, but I don't want to count it. I don't think I, like, was really paying attention enough to count it. So I'll say five. Um but yeah, so honestly, perfect with that. I have five players who I kind of want to talk about again. One of them I already kind of mentioned. Um, and just kind of fill in just some thoughts on them. Update you guys on how they're kind of doing. People who, the, things that have been like a little bit like red flags or things that have kind of like stood out to me that I think players can build on in the future. Some surprising things. Um, just in general, I just want to talk about five guys. And, uh, you know, keep you guys keep you guys going, you know, on your on your weekly Weekly schedule of getting this great podcast for yourself. Um, so let's start out bright and early, nice and easy. Chet Holmgren, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, so we've seen Chet play in two games now, I believe. Um, well, I've seen two games. And um, holy shit. Holy cow. Holy cow. Holy cow. Um, you know, I mean, he was... He was obviously my my number one ranked player in this draft, but man, he looks great. He set the block record in his first game with six blocks, then follows it up after the game, if you guys missed it, um, is talking, make sure he brings in Josh Giddy into the post-game interview. Great. Love that for your, for your, you know, second overall guy bringing in your previous early pick last year. Love that connection being brought up. Um... And then mentioned, uh, I forget who was the, an, I guess, like, interviewer, reporter, telling him, oh, yeah, you broke the record with six, blah, blah, blah. She tells him, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, Chet, you broke the record uh, with six blocks, uh, most in a summer league game ever. And he goes, six? Shoot, ah, to break that next game. So love that confidence coming from him. Um, a few things I want to point out with him is – his passing looked really, really good. Um, you didn't get to see a lot of passing unveiled, I guess, showcased in at Gonzaga other than, like, a few, like, grab-and-goes that he just kicked up. Nothing crazy. Um, but I think his passing and vision has been, like, showcased very well in at least the summer league offense. Um, and also, just to kind of round him out, like, the size argument needs to at least be put to rest for the next, I don't know, four months. At, le- at least until we've seen, like, 10 games in the NBA. I don't want to hear any of that talk about, like, he's still too skinny, he still needs to put on weight, blah, 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 weight program he's on, blah, 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 eating program, dietary, whatever. I don't hear any of that shit for at least four months, okay? The kid's crazy good. He's stronger than he looks. Like, in the same similar way, and I don't want to make this comparison, in the same similar way that, like, Kevin Durant is not strong, but there's a reason that he can guard bigger guys and that he holds his own against them. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not comparing him to Kevin Durant, but that right there should be relatable enough for you to understand. Um, also, meshing very well with Giddy, I kind of mentioned that already. Um, the te- this team is going to be super fun to watch. Um, and if it wasn't Sean's favorite team, 
I'd probably say they're going to be my, my most watched team this season. Um, but I guess I kind of can't call them because then you guys would get too much Thunder content. So I'm going to have to try and lay off on them. Last season it was the Cavs. Uh, it was, I guess, my most watched, obviously, other than the Bucks. Um, but, yeah, I, I think they're going to be one of my, like, top teams watched. They're going to be super fun. To, they're, sorry, they're going to be super fun to keep up with. Especially Jalen Williams, both of them actually, both Jalen Williams and Ujman Zhang. I want to see his like progression. It's gonna be a fun team to keep up with. Uh, next player, let's jump straight to Jaden Hardy. He was drafted thirty seventh. Now, Hardy fell for a reason. Okay, uh, coming out of high school, he was a number two ranked player. Okay, then averaged twenty one points, five rebounds, four assists per game in the G League. So, honestly, pretty strong stat line. Number two ranked player, five-star recruit. I think he was like a – I think um, 24-7 sports does like a out of like one, and I think he was like a point, point nine seven something, something. I guess I should have looked it up before him, but he was something like that. He's, he's a five-star. Um, but one of the big red flags for him was he averaged five turnovers per game in those G League games, and he was very inefficient. He shot 35% from the field and 26.9 from three which was a huge red flag for a bunch of NBA teams. Obviously, a reason why he fell to 37. Um, but in these two showings, Hardy has been really impressive. Um, but big, there's a huge butt, like a, a bubble butt right here. Big butt, okay? Um, this is the perfect situation for him to show out, if that makes sense. And I don't want to say that isn't like, oh, yeah, it's bad competition, blah, blah, blah. He's supposed to be good. He's a five-star Whatever. I'm not. I'm not trying to take that take that away from anyone. Okay. I think he's playing good. Um, I'm just saying he's in a situation where there is no player better than him. Okay. He is going to be the the ball dominant primary creator, um, getting to shoot off ball, getting to sh- dribble and shoot at will, um, which is a situation where like he should thrive, and that's why he averaged 21 points, five rebounds, four assists in the in these uh, summer league games. And then he still averaged five turnovers per game. And then you're like, okay. I mean, like, it's very promising to see the scoring coming out of him. I see this dominance. Know that it's still there. Know that, like, they're kind of willing to give him that leash to some extent. Um, but I will say one big positive before I close it on him is uh, he, he shot 38% from the field and 33 from three. So uh, pretty, pretty decent improvement. That's what... Uh, like a 10% increase, little like 8% increase in uh, field goal shooting, and that's a 20% increase in his three-point shooting. So, eh, something to keep it on. Could be a, a great guard to pair with Luka. I'm excited for that. Um, next player, we're going to go shade on Sharp. Drafted seventh overall to the Portland Trailblazers. Now, this right here was a player where I was just so, like, I was just blind on where to rank him the whole time, like going in, going into, like, pre-draft. Going into the draft, when we were at the draft, I had no idea where he was going to go. Um, we saw him go seven to the Portland Trailblazers. And, I mean, I, I think he's been playing okay. It's like I, can't, I, can't, I can't say too much negative about him. Um, he looks promising. Uh, he has, one thing I will say is great velocity control. Like, I think he is very in control of, like, how fast he's going, if that makes sense. Like, I think he has a very good grasp on pacing himself in different scenarios and controlling his own pace and controlling the pace of his defender trying to keep up with him. Um, so just something to keep in mind. I think he can kind of build on that. I, and him being a quote-unquote bigger guard 
um, should be an advantage. Now, there's one thing that I do want to say about that, about him being a, quote, bigger guard. So, going into the draft and everything, he was mentioned and gl- honestly glorified as, like, a lengthy guard, a lengthy point guard. Um, he had a, he's a 6'11 wingspan. You can't take that away from him. You can visually see his wingspan. I, I don't take that away from him at all. I think he plays small. I think he plays very small for six. He's six five, I think. Some places have him listed at six six. He plays like a small two guard to me. Like he kind of plays like he's like CJ McCollum. I I think CJ McCollum has a smaller wingspan than that. I doubt he has a plus six ape index wingspan. I kind of doubt CJ McCollum has that. Um, but yeah, he he feels smaller than six five. He plays like it. I don't I don't know. I, I thought his decent defense was fine. It was more of just how he combats contact. I don't, I don't know. Something about it, he just feels small to me. Um, but sadly, he did suffer a small labrum tear. I don't remember if it was on his left or right uh, shoulder, pectoral area. Um, but something to keep in mind, I don't know how long that timetable is of a labrum tear. Um, but definitely something to keep in mind. I mean, are, do the Troublers even really care to win? Eh. I don't know. Um, but going on to the next player, we got Jaden Ivey. He got drafted fifth overall. Um, yeah, the Pistons may be my favorite team to watch this season. I th- now, I said it might be the Thunder, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be the Pistons. Um, partially because, I, again, like I said, I don't want to watch the same team. Sean watches all the time, so we can kind of give you guys uh, a broad variety of content. Um, but I have no shame saying the Pistons probably will be my favorite team to watch this season. They probably will be my most most watched team this season. Um Cade, Ivy, Sadiq Bay, Jalen Duran. This is gonna be fun. This is gonna be really, really fun. Um one thing I will say about Ivy that it was kind of like a flag to me was it kind of seems like he's going at like 110% speed in these uh first few summer league games. Now I watched quite a bit of Jaden Ivy from college. I I would I wouldn't say I, you know, engulfed all of his college film um but I would say I definitely watched all of his big games and I think I watched three or four of his non-conference games um and he just looks sped up from that from what I from what I remember him playing as in college that could be coaching that could be play style of like their system I'm not sure but um I don't know. Something to keep an eye on. Like, is he being hurried? Does he feel like he's being hurried by the defense? Like the defense being aggressive on him? Um, does he have like jitters, like or jitters slash excitement, whatever, um, of just like finally getting to play in the NBA or I guess the G League of the NBA or not G League? Sorry, uh, Summer League. Um, sorry, I, I'm I'm sure I've mixed up G League and Summer League multiple times in this, so I apologize for that. Um, is it like jitters or excitement or? Uh, Honestly, is he really just, like, that fast compared to some of these, like, lower-tier NBA guys? I mean, it, it could just be that. He could just be as fast as we thought he was, really. Um, now, to close it out, we're going to do one more player. And, you know, of course, I had to pick the Bucks guy. I had to pick a Bucks draft pick. Um, so, I went with Marjan Bochamp. Picked 24th overall to the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, uh, I'm gonna have to be hard on him. I have to because I want it. I want him to be so good. I I just it would be so good for my <laughs> fandom for him to be good. I would love to have a young guy to root for to kind of like really put myself behind. I tried to do a Nawara, but like 
he just doesn't get enough playing time. He's not a, like a creator. He's not like – he doesn't like attack really. So it's hard to like really engulf yourself into. Um, so I would love for him to be good. So I, I have to be hard on him. Um, so I'll say uh, he really <laughs> needs to be more aware about boxing people out when a, the opposing team gets a shot up. To And in a way like that seems very simple – but if you don't instinctively do that, I feel like that's one of those things where, like, it's hard to, like, ingrade that in someone's brain and, like, really get them used to doing that. Like, you don't have to tell Lou Dort to box someone out. He's just going to find someone's body and back them down and box them out. Okay, there, there is no, like, yelling at him and making sure he's boxing out. He's just going to do it. It's already built into him. Um, now, because Marjan Bochamp didn't, isn't boxing out as much... He proceeded to get put back dunked on, trying to just casually go up for a rebound. So uh, that should be a big red flag for him to remember that. So I kind of like that he got dunked on. Um, now, another thing I'll say, he is most definitely rail freaking thin. He is all of 199 pounds. He is definitely sub 200. He looks skinny out there. Um, but I will say he's playing with a lot of confidence. He's being very patient and drawing contact around the rim, around the rim very well for being as thin as he is and, like, as hopefully not frail. You know what I mean? Like, as being that thin and if you can take that contact and build off of it as a player, I mean, you love to see that. Um, one thing I will say about his defense, he's sitting a little low in his stance when he's playing the drop position in a pick and roll. Um, he had a few passes go over his head, uh, whether that be to a lob or to, like, a big right behind him that he's just sitting too low on. Um, and that also led to him, uh, in a way, like, kind of like, he, it's almost like he's dropping back too fast. Like, he, like I think the pass went over his head or the floater went up. Or, sorry, I think the pass went over his head. And then he instinctively was like, okay, I need to back up faster. And then the other guards just were like, okay, well, I have enough room. I'll just pull this floater or, like, midi pull up. A uh, little finger roll type thing. Um, so something that he needs to like figure out his, his ground in. Nothing too crazy. That's very like rookie, expected rookie mistakes. Um, I will say, so in the end of the Celtics-Bucks summer league game, um, it came down to the final play. Bucks were up one. Celtics get ball. And they push the floor. I can't remember his name. Um, uh, white, taller guard uh, for the Celtics. I can't remember his name. Um Basically, he's pushing the floor, and Marjan picks him up full court. Absolute masterpiece of defense. Uh, sliding laterally at full speed, staying big, um, basically completely in the ball handler's view. It, I'm sure that makes sense, like staying big, like looking big in their peripherals. Um, and didn't foul. So you love to see that. Now, he did make the, the, the uh, Celtics player did make the shot, but, you know, you win some, you lose some. I'm not too mad about that. So uh, I was impressed by his defense, honestly, all of summer league, but that was one play where like had to highlight. Um, another thing I'll say has nothing to do with these summer league guys, but uh, the Bucks have a guard on their summer league roster, Lindell Winnington. And all I'm going to say is I want this man at the bottom of my bench just in case. Something about him just feels like a Javon Carter, Davion Mitchell, love child, and I love him. Very dog mentality. He's got all the sliders up on the intangibles. Um, very, very really impressed by him. But um, slightly shorter episode this week. Um, I'm sorry I can only give you guys about 
16 minutes. Um, but hopefully next week I can get Sean on. He, uh, he's been working, so I'm having to just do it by myself. Otherwise, we would have to record around, like, midnight. Um, and it would just – we just can't really, like, make our schedules work right now. So hopefully – we can work. We can record together next week, and you guys can get a full, full episode from us. I know lately we've been doing like over an hour, and like it really doesn't even feel like we're going that long. So I'm loving those conversations that we're putting out for you guys. But um, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Breakstarter Podcast, and uh, I'll catch you guys later.